Hello and welcome. Coming to you pre-recorded from wherever I feel like. I'm here to talk to you about cultivating sustainable creativity through work-life balance. I want to know how we can be more creative more often. My name is Hannah and I'm a creative entrepreneur who helps creative entrepreneurs with sales strategies. To me, cultivating creativity looks like sustainable schedules, practice, consistency, and all of that good stuff. It also looks like learning in the face of what holds us back. I believe everyone struggles with their inner saboteurs at one point in time or another, and I believe we carry these saboteurs without knowing how or why they are holding us back. Sometimes completely unaware that they even are holding us back. I'm dealing with procrastinating, perfectionism, and overthinking, and a whole lot more. In the past, this has led me to push myself past my boundaries and personal limits at work in order to feel like a valuable member of my team. This is something I believe we can change when we make space to grow through our downfalls by finding the gift within us. Our setbacks become our superpowers to bridge the gap for people who fill the spaces where we lack. We can achieve a professional standard that is inclusive for everybody. We are in an era of transition towards inclusivity and it's a beautiful thing to watch. However, it hasn't been that way for all of us and we still hold on to tendencies and biases that tend to hold us back. This is something we can change, especially when one entrepreneur looks inward towards themselves and perpetuates those same values towards their community and anybody or any employees they pay forward to in the future. As an entrepreneur, it's my mission to move the meter towards inclusivity by getting in touch with my values and sharing them with you. I get in touch with my values by practicing my hand at creative outlets to develop a sustainable and consistent approach that supports my needs as a creative entrepreneur. Please keep listening for today's topic and a short pitch at the end where I will tell you about my business on social media, CoFellow. If you would like to share something with me, Anchor allows you to upload a voice note, and I would love to include that in my next episode. Thank you for being with me, and I hope you enjoy today's topic. Today I want to tell you about my marketing course, and most importantly, why I think you should care. This is for creative entrepreneurs at the beginner and intermediate levels in their business. If this is not you, you can skip this episode. If you would like to stick around to support me, send this to creative entrepreneur in your life. First, I'll tell you how I define creative entrepreneurship, then what makes my course tailored to creatives, and how it helps creatives, and finally, why you should care about all this jazz. Creative entrepreneurs are first and foremost creative people. Creativity is a lifestyle that typically oscillates between high inspiration, lots to do, lots to make, people to see, and also drought. There's creativity in everything that I do. I'm a painter at heart, and I find a creative process in everything. Things like cooking, nature walks, even my relationships, owning and operating a business, to name a few things. Creatives are passionate people. They charge headfirst towards their ideas, occasionally bulldozing past the planning phases, learning as they go, and getting stuck when they hit an unforeseen roadblock. Unforeseen because of the lack of planning. Creatives are also notoriously sensitive people. These roadblocks of things not working out on their project can translate to a disconnect from their inspiration, a disconnect from play, a disconnect from their why, a disconnect from the world around them. Sadness for failing. Creative drought, blocks, and worst of all, giving up in fear of not being good. Entrepreneurship is a creative practice. Entrepreneurship is a creative practice when things aren't working out, when you don't automatically sell out, and when people aren't lining up for you. 
you have to get creative. What is going to make them listen? What is going to make them talk about it? What is going to make them consider working with you? Before they even buy from you, they have to consider it. Entrepreneurship is a creative practice because you're in charge of creating story with a message that appeals to people and helps them in some way. A creative entrepreneur can be an artist selling their art, a business owner manufacturing supplies and appealing to new demographics, and a service provider taking their own spin on tried and true methods, like yours truly. Creatives and entrepreneurs have one thing in common. They're both innovators. Taking two existing ideas and molding them together to become one new thing. The reason I help creative entrepreneurs is, first of all, because I am one, and secondly, they're the builders of our economy, bringing life, newness, passion, positivity, and change to a global marketplace thanks to the internet. Now I'll tell you what makes this course tailored to entrepreneurs and how it helps them. I created this course with these people in mind for many reasons. Some very personal and others more superficial, but more importantly than my reasons, I'd like to tell you how I intend to help. Entrepreneurs in beginner and intermediate stages who aren't seeing results from their work are missing some necessary business foundations to see evidence of their hard work. When they're not seeing the evidence, they start to scramble and create new goals in the wrong places to try and fix it. Some creatives struggle with shiny object syndrome, implementing new strategies left and right at the whim of the ads on their socials, others focus too heavily on vanity metrics thinking likes and follows automatically translate to sales. Others feel sales anxiety where they feel proposing an offer is pushy or sleazy and others lack a sales strategy entirely. I help creatives comb through their marketing plan to build a sales strategy, a system for testing and collecting data from their campaigns, an intuitive approach to sales where you're not pushing your offer onto people, but rather warming them up to be ready to receive your offer. And lastly, but not limiting, I help creatives build a sales strategy that feels authentic, where you're using your brand to tell your story so that you can help people. I don't mean like I'm going to help you air your skeletons in your closet to hope your customers agree and have the same experience as you. I guarantee you that out of all the customers of Walmart, all of them don't agree with their CEO's values. What I will teach you to do is to appeal to people by understanding their experience with you. I'll do this by showing you how to tailor your message to your customers' phases. You'll learn how to use your experience and perhaps some personal anecdotes to propose the question of the problem you're solving. When you make people aware, they move into the phase of consideration where you propose your area of expertise with more information and added value by telling your customer how you will meet their desires, including the desires they are less willing to share with you. You'll close them with a pitch that proposes the cost of a missed opportunity or proposes the opportunity of a transformation when they engage with your offer. You will learn how to build a business that's guided by your values and helps people. I want you to break free from feast and famine so that you can do what you love because you love it, not from a place of obligation. I've tailored this course specifically for you, my dear creative, so that you have an option to learn how to market yourself. I don't want you to dim your creative spark to blend in with the masses by using a strategy by some guy who claims to know business but knows nothing about your experience. Your tender care and attention to detail to bring to life something from nothing, making you the best fit for business ownership. Your deep personal ties to the craft you're mastering. The same attention to detail, sensitivity, and craftiness that stops you from taking any old strategy from any old guy if it doesn't align with your values. 
I love that about you. And it's also the same craftiness that stops you from seeking expert advice because you know you can manage yourself. Which is why I built my course to help you develop your strategy without feeling restricted to the way it's always been done. So that you can have your creative freedom and a strategy that allows you space to step back for a while or to hire someone and train them when it's feasible. So that you know who to hire. So that you know how to train. Why should you care that I have this course? Well, really, you shouldn't. Not unless you felt I was speaking to you throughout this episode and episodes of the past. If you do care, I hope it's because you're ready to roll up your sleeves, get dirty with your business, and answer the hard questions you have about how this is all supposed to work. I do hope you consider this course as an option for you to free yourself from obligation and to lead your life by your design. There are many perks to being an entrepreneur. There are setbacks too. This is a lot of hard work mentally and physically. You can spend hours, days, and even weeks building a campaign and see nothing from it. You can also choose to go to the museum at noon on a Tuesday to avoid the crowds and see much more financial flexibility than the structure of a 9 to 5. You're betting on yourself and also taking risk, and that's beautiful. You are the one who drives you to get things done, which also asks you to know what needs to be done and to make the choice to do it. You shouldn't care because I told you to. You should care because you want to. And this episode is coming to a close, and it's been much more coarse and business heavy lately than my episodes of the past. Any creatives on the line who are not business owners, I hope this plants a seed for you to start thinking about it, or maybe even taking small steps towards entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship will continue to be a theme throughout this show, but we will continue to discuss a broad spectrum of sustainable creativity moving forward. I also want to tell you, I have plenty of ideas for the evolution of this podcast. I took a small hiatus, okay, too long of a hiatus, from posting to any of my platforms so that I could put my focus towards creating this course. I'm so proud of myself for having it finished. It really was a lot of work. It took every single ounce of creative energy that I had in me, but I am so proud of myself and it is so rewarding to have it finished and I really do hope you check it out and I really do hope you find value from it and that you love it and that if you check it out, please give me some feedback. Please let me know what you think. If you found something that really, really landed with you, please tell me. And if you find something that really, really didn't land or you found it less than correct, please also tell me. I would love to know. A lot has gone into this. A lot of research. I've been working in this industry for around seven years now, which is insane. And it's really been a collection of all of the knowledge that I've built over these past seven years within social media, within marketing as a whole, within digital marketing. Like They kind of all blend together in a way. I really just wanted to demystify some of the confusion within the industry of what it is that you need to do and what a good strategy looks like and even honestly what is a strategy because a lot of the time people think if you are just posting to your socials and scrambling to get you know seven days a week of worth of content on your Instagram that that is automatically going to convert to sales and if it doesn't then you're just not doing it right and you need to double down. Maybe Instagram isn't it. Maybe it's not there, maybe it's somewhere else, but you also need to be pacing yourself and giving yourself enough time to test and giving yourself a step-by-step -step action plan so that you can actually try these things out and leave it enough time so that you can see some results and only move on if it makes sense to do so. You don't want to be that person who puts yourself on YouTube and then doesn't grow, keeps posting, doesn't grow, keeps posting, gives up, and then blows up two years later when they weren't there to see 
their progression. They weren't there to reap those rewards or keep it going. So their videos blew up, but they stopped creating. They moved on. You know, entrepreneurship, as I said, it is a challenge. It is a risk. It's tricky. You have to be willing to bet on yourself. You have to be able to take a risk. You have to also be able to judge your circumstances to know, do I need to get a part-time job to support me while I do this? Do I need a full-time job and push this to the side so that I can make sure that my responsibilities are still being met so that I'm not falling behind on my bills? Being an adult's hard. It sucks. But if you want to make your dreams happen, you have to be willing to take it however the universe is willing to give it to you. If it's a hobby and a side hustle, that is fine. Maybe it won't be one day. If it's a big boom in business right off the bat, great. You were ready for it. If you're someone like me and you fall somewhere in the middle where it's gone back and forth between being a side hustle and being your full-time gig, it's challenging to wrap your mind around it. It feels like you're giving up on your dreams when you're getting a part-time job, but you're not giving up your dreams. You're funding your dreams and your dreams need funding. You need to get there. So your gut knows better in that moment. And as an entrepreneur, at least me, sometimes I feel like I'm at a battle between my gut and my heart and that I feel like my gut is telling me like, do this because this is important, blah, 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 blah. But then my heart is always bringing me back to this was the dream. This is the goal. This is the why. And in my course, I actually talk a lot about why versus how. And I think that's a very important conversation as entrepreneurs to have is why do we do things? It is so important to have that why and that answer that you have to a big question in your heart to say, why do I do this every day? That is so important, but I think we put too much emphasis on it. I think that there's a famous philosopher, dead or alive, some point in time, I really don't know, but he said, when one has a big why to live by, you can conquer any how. And there is a lot of truth to that statement. You need to know why you get up and do things every day. That is your motivator. That is the thing. That's the commitment to your heart that you made, why it is important to accomplish something. But on a day-to-day -day basis, we are not always asking that why. We are actually asking how. How do I get this done? What is the best course of action? And you can ask yourself many hows. You can ask yourself, how do I do this? And you can come up with a plan and then you can flop on that plan and you have to think of another how. It's important to have that inner dialogue of what's working and what isn't, but that comes from your gut. Your gut tells you, this is how. It gives you the direct, this is my instinct. Whereas your heart is telling you, whereas your heart is your voice of inspiration. Your place for connection, for commitment, for motivation, for dedication. Your heart's voice is what you lean on when you can't distinct what your gut is telling you. If you don't know how, if your gut's telling you go six different ways, then you lean on that heart. Both why and how kind of live concurrently where they're relying on each other to get things done. So if you have a business, if you're a creative person and you're starting a business, you're thinking about it, please check out what I've got to offer. I would really love if you did that. <laughs> and even more than check it out, buy it. If you are one of these people who is a creative, who is putting things out there and maybe you're not even getting recognized, just know that I see you and that I appreciate you and that even if you are not reaping the rewards from your hard work, if your art is not being seen, that it is still important to make. That it is still worth it to tell your story. To those of you who are considering doing my course, thank you. I hope that you do trust me enough to let me help you tell your story. I just hope that we all succeed. Thank you for listening to me ramble. <laughs> thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you. Have a nice day. Thank you so much for listening, and I do hope you subscribe. I have various platforms to support both Procrastination Station and my business co-fellow. 
Please check the description to keep in touch wherever you spend your time. As promised, here's a short pitch about my business, CoFellow. It's my mission to help creative entrepreneurs break free from feast and famine, to put an end to the term starving artists, and to help you free yourself from operating out of obligation. That's a pretty big promise, I know. I've created a course to help creative entrepreneurs practice sustainable creativity and to create a sales strategy that feels authentic. I work with creatives at the beginner and intermediate levels of business to dive deep into your business foundations to create a marketing strategy that appeals to your audience by making them aware of the problem you solve, how your product fits into their lifestyle, and how you intend to transform their problem with your solution. Throughout the course, we discuss things like collaboration over competition, content marketing, scheduling, selling with your values, setting yourself up for the future, testing, collecting data, positioning yourself, and leveraging your audience into customers, and a lot more. It's my mission to play just as hard as I work. I hope to pay that forward to you by leading by example, connecting with people's stories, and sharing my stories. If you're a creative entrepreneur, this is my love letter to you. Thank you so much for being here. Subscribe to my email list for release dates. Check out my socials and maybe follow along so that I can keep doing this and I will catch you next time.